All right, let's get after it. It's a midweek Wednesday morning. Right here on Sports Radio, TSN 1200. We're so glad you're along for this, yes, 8th day of March, 2023. Gang's all here. JR, Simmer, and Hammer, and you're waking up to yeah, pretty much a carbon copy of yesterday, actually. It's going to be a pretty cloudy day. It's going to be a windy day, wind out of the north, so it's going to feel uh, fairly cold today as well. It's chilly yesterday. going to be the same thing today. High of zero, wind chill, though, values uh, into the uh, minus mid-teens. Uh, same deal, actually, again tomorrow. Cloudy, windy, minus one. Uh, should get a little bit better, it looks like, on uh, Friday. We'll get up to plus one, and we're in around uh, maybe plus one, plus two for the weekend as well. As you wake up this morning, we're at minus... Six with a wind chill at minus 14 as we say good morning. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy International Women's Day to uh, Sean Simpson. How are you doing this morning? Simmer. Uh, excellent, Jerry. And yeah, actually, uh, shout out to all the great women in our lives out there. And yeah, a little on the chilly side, no doubt about it. And also having a little withdrawal, guys. Got to be honest with you. I don't think I'll stay up for the ice hockey match tomorrow night. And kind of like the rhythm of last week where it appeared the Sens were playing every day. So a little Monday, Thursday. Yeah, not really liking the schedule right now, Jared, mm. to be quite honest with you. Well, uh, well you know, what about banking a little extra sleep over the next couple of days so you can stay up a little oh, bit later? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I have to say 10 o'clock is like, man, oh. that's like a, that's the cutoff there. That, wow. that would have to be, as a kid, the uh, 76 Montreal Canadiens. Winning the Stanley Cup, being on the bandwagon or my Pats, uh, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think so because I think once you start, yeah. Uh, but ten o'clock, yeah, that's just like I said. I am in bed by ten o'clock every night, so wow. gonna be tough on that one. Uh, although I am intrigued, Seattle won last night, and uh, they're playing some great hockey. Ninth best record in the National Hockey League, so not going to be the easy match for the Sens. Not at all. Five straight wins for yeah. the Kraken. Yeah, uh, Hammer. I know better than to ask you, but you've got a you got a bank. Oh uh, no, I'm going to be up. I'm going to be up all. I'm going to watch that whole oh, thing. I'll be here on Friday. No, I won't. No, you won't. Okay, before I forget. Because tomorrow will be your last day before you leave for uh, March break. What are you worried about? I'm worried about coffee. I'm worried about Maddie K is going to be filling in for you. So we won't, uh, Simmer, we won't have any problem remembering the name of the third person. That'll be Matt. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. Can you you shoot a little video of of You don't think Maddie K knows how to brew two? Uh, just, just how, you know, because I got to say, you make the coffee, you like, you discovered the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You used to measure it with some piece of paper. Uh, yeah. No, okay. that was the, like the tinfoil top yeah. of a very old coffee can. So now you measure it, I'm assuming with a spoon. No, I measure it with a, uh, Tim Hortons cup. Okay. With something that's, you a gotta, scoop. you gotta yeah. measure Legit. the measurables. So you gotta but, but, show I, them what you measure, <laughs> how much specifically, how much water to put in, because quite frankly... When we're in here on Friday, I expect the coffee to be at the standards that it yeah. normally is at. That's that's all I ask. Now I don't ask could, for anything else. No, he could Just, pre he could pre make the coffee. I don't mean pre make, but no, you could put the coffee grinds in, and then all Maddie has to do is add water. But who's in next week? All week, Maddie K. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Then you do. Yeah, need a little video action. Yep. Make sure the Jr. has the right <laughs> amount of coffee. Because otherwise, I got to go with now the Flex Brew Two. What makes the Flex Brew Two unique, and why I spent the extra money. When I bought the coffee maker for the, <laughs> the show, is it has the Those option perks. has the option of uh, of doing the individual pods as well, yeah. it has which is that. what you've done in the past. I've done that in the past when we have one off. Yeah, I people tend, filling I, in I for tend, you. I tend to recommend you you put some pods in your bag. <laughs> I have a couple of extras in my yeah. on my but desk. But you still need the water in the yes. in, in the reserve yes. there to to be able. To I know how to do. I know how to, to do it. it. I've done yeah. it. It's fine. You've got it's that just, okay. I just. You know, I'm a bit of a cre- you know, in the morning we're all creatures of habit. Oh, we all time. are just kind of yeah. we we do what we do. 
When when anything's off of routine, it just throws you for a loop. So it sucks. Yeah, exactly. You want it to yeah. be the same exactly. every day. Even so. turn the corner and seeing that the parking spot is open, it, it doesn't take much to set me off. Even today, the area that I walk in, somebody put a chair there that I couldn't walk through. That kind of threw me off for a little bit. I had to look around the corner there, going down a very dangerous area. Very icy. And ha- had to look around. So yeah, yeah. no, I agree with you. All now, right. Now, if you were to stop for a coffee on your way in. Uh, would it be the Tim Hortons at the gas station yeah. right across from the Ford dealership? Yeah, but that's going the opposite. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's going the like other you don't way. Have, you don't have I don't a, have, con- a, I don't yeah. have a coffee place yeah. on the way to work. Okay. That's convenient. Yeah, I end up so. going a little off the beaten track as well to go to the train yards. But in essence, you're just kind of circling away where, yeah, it is funny in my mind how I kind of plot that of where... Where I'd like to stop or where I need to stop. And, uh, yeah, it's a big part of the routine as well. Can I we... will get this video done because we all know a happy JR, a yep. happy show. So we want to keep JR happy. So actually, We don't want to be ringing you up uh, tomorrow morning or Friday morning yeah. when you're driving. <laughs> oh, it could be bad. The JR, is that a terrible four hour? <laughs> <laughs> that, won't be, that won't be pretty. And I, won't want, I won't want that heading into my weekend, and you won't want that heading into your March nope, break. No, not at all. you'll be on okay? speakerphone with the whole family, in, and the in, JR will be all over you. In fact, what you could do is you you could you know you could do it in a relatively quick fashion and actually put it on the the TSN 1200 Twitter machine as well to show everybody the excellence of the Flex Brew too. You want me yeah. to tweet out the how-to video? The how-to on the making of coffee. Making yes, coffee there, there's, the there's a how, there's a how to do everything on the planet right now. Why why shouldn't the hammer? And this is obviously a. Uh, you know, telling you what a great job you do. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, got, what? I you think share, I can do that. You should share this with the world. You might even imagine Flex Brew Two sees this. Yes, you might get turned into the international spokesperson. Maybe we'll get the Flex Brew Three for free. Whoa! Could there? Is are there three different ways to make a cup? I, I don't know. I, I I was happy to find that that bad boy. We right got K cups so, and we yeah. got the part. I don't know if there's a third. Josh uh, just texted and said, "If only if someone could invent something like making coffee at home and bringing it to work. That's just it's not the same. And, oh. and that's just one no. cup too. You exactly. Need... It's, you need a few. It's the aroma of the Flex Brew too. Like when I kind of walk through the door and the coffee, like it's just it's oh. a very welcoming. It's like it's like walking into your into your house and there's a turkey being made. Yeah. You know that smell? Junior turkey. Huh? Right there. I've never been as well for the the whole making it at home. First of all, I, I don't like that idea. Even on the weekend, I go and grab a coffee. Um, just finding the right cup to put it in as well. You know, and then then where are the cups? And you can't find the cup. And hey, nice little routine. And I like my Tim Hortons coffee. So just stop in. They know my exact order. It's an extra large coffee, two milk, one sugar, a bottled water, and then I have an apple juice, but it has to be with a cup of ice because you can't have my apple juice at room temperature. So I know I have that every morning. That's four. That's three different drinks that you order? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So What's then, that set you back every day? Why do you think it goes to the bathroom every day? Uh, seven, seven bucks. Seven bucks. Okay. So I end up having that, and I have my apple juice right away, which I really enjoy on the ice, and then bring in my bottled water, and I fill it up two or three times during the show, and I got my one coffee a day. Uh, she's a big one, uh, but that's all that I have. Seven bucks a day is thirty-five bucks a week. Oh, I know, one hundred and forty dollars a month. Yeah. Well, what else is he gonna spend it on? Uh, well, on <laughs> International <laughs> Women's Day, yeah. maybe his girlfriend, huh? I will well, say, yeah, I got to do some flowers today for sure. That'd be something nice. I'll get the coffee done for you. Okay. The one big thing I'm looking forward to on this trip is just having, and I, you know, no, no slight to Timmy's. I, I like the Timmy's, even oh, even the Mickey D's. Freaking Dunkin' Donuts. It's freaking Dunkin's, man. Yeah. Getting me a Dunkin's. That is going to get me to Florida everywhere, on time. or is it just in the it's Northeast? It's got to be everywhere. No, it, it, they they have they are partners with, and I can't remember if it's Wendy's, although that's here in Canada. But there's something else, and I I have seen it's them. 
It's, it, we used to have one in Fort Lauderdale, uh, for sure. There and then go. there were uh, there were ones in, and this is a long time ago, Hammer. So for sure, it was predominantly the Northeast. But there's no doubt with enough people going to Florida, uh, you'll be. Able, I'll give you a little mall there in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, uh, you gave it to me. We already checked it out. It it is li- it's 15 minutes away from us. No, I, I meant the there's a little strip mall where we oh. used to have a place where you could get. Oh, you're talking about Sawgrass. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. talking about Sawgrass. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what you were yeah, talking. Right about. across. Well, that's right across from the Panthers. Are you going building. to a Panthers game? They weren't allowed to do hockey, remember? No, that that was with Creech. We we can't do hockey. My my wife is we're not going to Florida to go to a hockey match. <laughs> uh, you know what? Fair fair point. So, fair point. You can do that in auto anytime you want. I think we're gonna check out some college baseball games. Call, why don't you just go to a grapefruit league? They're, they're too or, far or, away. Or, it's what? too far away. They're two and a half, three hours away from from where we are. There's not one really close. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I was even I mean, the closest uh, one, Sarasota, and that's the two fifteen. I had sent like I had sent Kenny Albert a note about, hey, uh, yeah. I've got my buddy going down. Could you get him a pass or tickets? He said, listen, they are become so cheap at MLB, they don't even hand that stuff out anymore. And apparently, like it's full freight now to go to these uh, grapefruit or whatever they're called in Florida, right? Yeah, so they're, they're no they're no five dollar tickets, and anymore, they're packed, right? man. Yeah. You're watching some of these yeah. games. Um, well, again, the stadiums are a little bit different. There's what are they five thousand? 10,000 seat seat stadiums, and they're packed. Hmm. Baseball's right. back, baby. Okay, yeah. just the coffee. If there's I gotcha. any takeaway from this conversation, <laughs> which is coming to an end now, thankfully, okay, the coffee. Okay. I'll have I a couple got ex- you. Got a couple extra pods on my desk, just in case. As those are emergency pods in case you're sick one day. You, you sent me a lot of instructions. They're in a that's gla- number one, and that's I'll get to that. That and the tra- and the traffic test. Those, those pods are in a glass case. You've got to break into it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we got uh, well, we got lots to get to. Not from a sense point of view because they had a total day off yesterday out in Seattle, but uh, certainly watching the scoreboard last night probably couldn't have gone any worse. Uh, actually, there's only one other one result that. Slightly tweaked, could have made it a worse night for the Sens on the out-of-town scoreboard. So that was not great. Uh, but anyway, we'll go through all of that uh, and get you the very latest on the Sens. We'll uh, uh, continue our conversation. We ended the show yesterday with uh, talking about uh, Alex Debrinkat, the future of Alex Debrinkat, once we get to the summer. Because whatever happens the rest of this uh, season, whether it leads to a playoffs or not, uh, that is the, the uh, big decision. And it is going to be a big one for the team in the off season. So we'll continue our chat. Uh, about that. Uh, lots of NFL news as well uh, as the franchise tag deadline came to an end yesterday with some some tags, but some deals as well. Some quarterback news. Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets. It's like it may be headed down that path. And of course, one week from today is the start of uh, the new NFL season, which means that free agency starts on Monday. So you're going to hear over the next few days, lots of uh, very well-known players probably getting released from their contracts because teams have to be under their uh, their salary cap as of 4 p.m. next Wednesday. Anyway, we'll have some NFL news for you as well. We'll get into some baseball. We got lots. We'll get some winning for you as well. Dave Poulin is our TSN Hockey Insider. He'll join us. Speaking of Florida, uh, it's known for baseball this time of year, but also golf. Uh, one of, it's sort of the unofficial fifth major players championship is this weekend. This is the, of course, famous course with the, the Island Green on 17. That kicks off tomorrow. Bob Weeks, TSN golf analyst, will join us later on in the show as well to tee up that big event. That and much more coming up on this Wednesday morning. We're glad you're with us on Sports Radio TSN. Talk a little bit about uh, the Kraken. Probably don't follow them too, too closely, being in the Western Conference uh, as the show goes on. But uh, in the meantime, all the Sens weren't playing. Keeping an eye on the out-of-town scoreboard because there was games of interest last night in terms of uh, Ottawa and the playoffs. 
uh, one that involved uh, two teams that they are currently uh, battling with. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres, having played the night before, were on the island to play the New York Islanders last night. Uh, a back-and-forth affair. Let's take it to the third period. A little controversy. Controversy with the game tied at two. Hashing to the net. Man in front was Bailey. He was open, but the pass deflected behind him. Romanov got it to the net front. They score! It goes in off Hudson Fashing Skate. They're going to wave it off. After video review, the call has been overturned. It's a good goal. Wow! They overturned the call on the ice. Hudson Fashing mobbed on the Islander bench. And New York's back on top. Three to two. Oh, you cannot hope to. Uh, you can only hope to contain Hudson Fashing <laughs> of all people who had... Uh, that uh, was that was that was pretty close to yeah. a distinct leg. It wasn't it? Wasn't his skate? It was actually off his shin pad. But he was kind of looked like he was sort of kind of kicking at it. Anyway, uh, they overturned it. The goal stood up, and there's your game-winning goal. Islanders beat Buffalo in regulation, three to two. Yeah, I think at times, Jer, it's a, a much easier than back in the day, and anything redirected or anything close to it. And I don't know if there's any rule of the fact that it goes off your shin pad versus your skate itself. But hey. Uh, that ended up being, and I got to say, I locked it in on FanDuel. Mm. A little 3-2 That's right. uh, Islanders. But, yeah, another close game, and, uh, yeah, tough loss for Buffalo again as they have tightened things up defensively, but a couple of games they're not able to uh, score like they had in the past. Uh, it uh, it was a night on the out-of-town scoreboard, and we'll go through the other two games here in just a second, um, in which pretty much all of the results went against Ottawa, if you're – Goal is for Ottawa to make the playoffs. Yeah. The only thing that would have made it worse was that if that game last night had have gone to overtime sure. where the loser got a point as well. Yeah. So at least it was decided uh, in regulation. But the Islanders won that one 3-2. Uh, to two. Now, what happened in Pittsburgh was absolutely crazy because I'm sitting down and me and Sen Superfan, and we're watching the Leafs and the Devils to start. And she looks at her phone. She goes, Dad. Columbus is ahead of Pittsburgh three to nothing. I said that can't be right. <laughs> Columbus is ahead of Pittsburgh three. Yeah, and that wasn't the end of the scoring. Oh. Lane Peterson is there, backhands it to Blankenberg, stretch pass to the neutral zone to Emil Bemstrom on the left side. Liam Foody with a shot, and he scores. Oh my goodness, that was a rocket right up underneath the crossbar. Liam Foody has given the Blue Jackets. A four to nothing lead. Yeah, Columbus was ahead of Pittsburgh. You know, one of the teams Ottawa's got to chase down. Yeah, four to nothing, and it was four to one after the second period, and then it was four to two, and then it was four to three, and then it was four to four within the first five minutes of the third period. And, and you know how this is going to end. Who's puck below the goal line? Robinson can't clear. Malkin's got it at the right point. Into the high slot with it. Across Crosby. One-timer scores! The captain completes the comeback. And Pittsburgh from down 4 nothing wins it 5-4 in overtime. Uh, Sidney Crosby sends killer. Kills the Sens, even when he doesn't play the Sens. Yeah. Well, had a comeback last yeah. night for Pittsburgh. They win 5-4 to four in overtime. Yeah, and even as bad as Columbus is, boy, up 4 nothing. not expecting that. And 4-1 going into the third does not happen, but it did. And for the Sens, I'm assuming sitting out on the left coast, probably at the Seattle game. Uh, yeah, you're intently watching that and a bit of the burn from losing to Chicago the night before, JR. And yeah, by the time they convene on Thursday night at 10 p.m., be quite interesting to see where they're what six behind the Islanders now and five behind Pittsburgh. Mm. So yeah, not an easy task, and it certainly makes that at least in the short term 
uh, that Chicago loss sting even more. Yeah, uh, you're right. The other team that they now trail uh, is the Florida Panthers, who took on the Vegas Golden Knights last night. Duclair holds it in. Cousins, far corner, looking out in front. Duclair across, a shot, and they score, and it's Barkov. 2-0 Panthers want to set up in the offensive end. There you go, Barkov with the uh, goal, and that yeah. stood up as the game winner uh, as Florida hangs on to beat Vegas 2-0. Uh, to one. So there's the three games of note involving teams in and around Ottawa in the standings. An Islander win, a Penguin win, and a Panther yeah. win. And that is one nice little push. And again, on some days, Sens fans don't want to hear anything about former players. But one of the things they were missing from last year was Duclair missing the majority of the season. So not able to make any moves at the trade deadline, JR, up against a cap. Uh, of course, Spencer Knight not even around in the uh, assistance program. But as far as Anthony Duclair... Uh, at least it's a nice little push because he certainly, since he's gone to Florida, has been a very productive player, and they've been missing a little bit of that goal scoring this year. Mm. All right, so this morning as you wake up, uh, the Islanders are sitting in the first wild card spot, 74 points, but they have played 66 games. The Penguins are one point back, so they have the final wild card spot. They've got 73 points, but they played three fewer games than the Islanders, three games in hand for Pittsburgh. So they actually... Uh, you know, they're really the number one uh, team as far as the wild card goes. Then you got Florida uh, is three back of Pittsburgh. And then you've got Ottawa and Buffalo and Washington all uh, now five back of the Penguins. Uh, the Penguins, the Sens, and the Sabres are all even as well in games played. So bottom line here is, uh, and and they have two games in hand on Florida. So um, the, the Panthers winning last night does put them ahead in terms of uh, overall points sends those mm-hmm. still have two games in hand. So yeah. uh, anyway, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we, we're going to do this for the next, uh, well, we'll see how many weeks uh, this all lasts. Yeah. But um, for last night, at least, uh, not a good night on the out-of-town scoreboard. No, and it's just funny mentality. And, and I, I've got more trust in the way they played after watching that five-game set. But the realization, and I guess I continue to not have any respect for Seattle, which I know better, having watched them play earlier this year. They play properly, and the realization that, again, not a great division, JR, but they are at 80 points right now. They are a point behind Tampa Bay. They are the ninth best team in the National Hockey League. So you start to then look at it, and if you're a little nervous after the Chicago game, and I expect a better effort, but that's going to be a tough game in Seattle. And then all of a sudden you bounce to Vancouver, over to Calgary, to Edmonton, yeah, man, oh, man, that'll be a, an interesting scoreboard to be watching Thursday night, depending what happens before the game and during the game. So there is a uh, a website called The 538, um, which uses statistical analysis to kind of um, look at everything. And, and not just, for, uh, it does it for sports, but they do it for politics as well when okay. there's uh, yeah. presidential races or whatever. Yeah. They, they break it down statistically. So they use the same sort of modeling that we see, you know, um, you know other websites like Money Puck, et cetera, that say, you know, in the case of the Sens, their uh, their percentage chance of making the playoffs is X mm-hmm. based on uh, how they played, who they have, uh, you know, how they played themselves, who they have ahead of them, um, yeah, and the way the schedule lays out, et cetera, et cetera. The NFL cetera. uses this a lot, right? Were they yeah, one of the exactly. first that was kind of you know, on the weighted schedule? Yeah. yeah. So the 538 uses a forecast based on 50,000 simulations Whoa. of games uh, over the rest of the season. Uh, based on team strength, head-to-head results, margin of victory, and quality of opponents. So, by that, to make the playoffs, I'll run through how this has gone throughout the season. For the, so To begin the season, the Sens, uh, by their modeling, were 18% to make the playoffs. By um, early November, it was 14%. Mm-hmm. By early December, it was down to 7%. Mm-hmm. 
By early January and into early February, it was down to 5%. Uh, As of this morning, it is sitting at 9%. A 9% chance by their modeling uh, that the Sens will make So this computer does not like the Sens. It does. uh, Don't know that it doesn't like the Sens. doesn't (laughs) like the Sens chances. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, and and that has, that actually dropped to, it was, when I looked this up last night, it was actually 11% before the games of last night. Then the game, then the results of last night happened, and now they dropped 2% to down to uh, 9%. They're projected to finish the season, the Sens are, with 87 points, and Let's review. Let's go back to our preseason prognostications. I have oh. the sheet of paper. Oh, so so now you, now you're going to use a simulator when there's 19 games left to somehow justify your no. prediction. You're going to want to oh, listen okay. to this. Okay, you're going to want you're going to want to hear this. I think you're going to want. Thank to hear you, Gary. This. Yes, thank you very much. Not there. Okay. All right. Uh, Sense predicted to have 87 points. Sean Simpson predicted at the be- preseason. Uh, no, at the beginning of the regular season, the Sens would have 87 points. Whoa. Simmer. Dead on. JR had the Sens at 88 points. Uh, one more. That's a price is right move right there. I didn't even realize you pulled that off. No, well, exactly. So uh, we uh, at, at the what did Hammer Time have? Current pacing. Did I do it? I think I don't you, know if I took part. I think you were an early. You were. I, I forgot to write yours down. You were low <laughs> nine. Like, I think you were low nineties. I think you were low nineties. Yeah, I think so, so too. I, uh, you and I both had the Sens in fifth place. Okay, uh, in the division now. Yeah. Now, as I will review this at the end yeah, of the year, yeah. I was pretty proud of my that I predicted New Jersey would make the playoffs and the Islanders feeling pretty, you know, pretty decently about uh, the even the Islanders pick at this yeah, point. Yeah. Um. My big swing and miss is I didn't have Boston in the playoffs this year. Oh, no, okay. That's not good. Okay. That's okay. not good. Now, you, uh, we both had Toronto winning the Atlantic Division. Okay. Uh, and then both had Tampa finishing second. I had Florida in third. You had Boston in third. Okay. And uh, Florida in fourth place. But anyway, and on, I, the, on the Sens, uh, we both had them in fifth. And right in and around what it looks like, at least uh, by the prognostications uh, uh, of the point total, it might be uh, pretty accurate. And I think my only other pick that, and and this may be, well, I guess it'll happen, but I think I might have been one of the few people that thought Winnipeg would have a decent year, but man, has that uh, gone south in a hurry. So, yeah, and also, I, I for a long time with the We Sens, both had St. Louis and Nashville in the playoffs. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, Darn it. Um, but also for the Sens, I, my thought process for a long time when they were kind of scuttling was, hey, Try to finish fourth in the division. You won't get the cross. You know, you won't be in because of the crossover. But I thought that that was very attainable. So that's also interesting how uh, how that just looks different now. Um, but hey, they're in the race. Uh, it is fun, and you just hope that you continue to stay in and around, hang around, and yeah, it does, as I said, make that little sting. And and you've got some games both not tonight, but tomorrow before auto even plays and if you've ever traveled to the west coast one of the things that is either good or bad depending where the sends are at if you're in management you've watched all the east coast games and you've watched the scores and you know what's happened before you even play your game so that could either be super exciting or kind of uh you know all all of a sudden you're you know seven or eight points out and uh, you're realizing that hey that seattle game almost becomes that pivotal point in the season where if you want to stay alive you better get a w islanders and pittsburgh play tomorrow night uh, before the Sens yeah, okay, played the Kraken, okay, yeah, so yeah. some somebody's getting two points in that game, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, total it might be end up being a three point game, but somebody's uh, uh, gaining uh, two more points on the Sens in the. Would I be right in saying the Sens will be a minimum of seven points out of a playoff spot tomorrow night? Uh, they would be whatever Pittsburgh. Yeah, if Pittsburgh wins that game in regulation, they'd be seven seven. Uh, you know, at, at this point, 
yeah. I think the most important thing is, well, there's two ways to look at it, right? Uh, in terms of which, if you want one team to stumble, uh, which team should it be? They still have the three games in hand on the Islanders. Now yeah, they're six points back. So you got to win, you got to yeah. win all three just to tie them in the standings. Yeah. yeah. And now's the time of year in which we look at the row, the tiebreaker. Which actually is the Ruhr, and then it becomes the Rao, because the first tiebreaker is regulation wins, and then it's regulation and overtime wins. Okay. okay. So remember, it was it used to be just the Rao, and now it's the Ruhr. It's oh, the RW. Man. Okay. So right now, the Islanders, uh, they actually have a, a pretty significant lead in the, in the, in the Ruhr, uh, and Pittsburgh is actually last among all of the teams. So that, uh, if it comes down to that, we'll keep our eye on I, I, I just want I just well. want Pittsburgh to win a bunch of games and go away. And then we just in singular focus on the Islanders. That, yep. That's what I'm looking at, but it's hard to do in the standings. But you're right. I, and I just think based on, and this is always the case with teams like Pittsburgh and Washington, until they're finally, you know, been dusted or not make the playoffs, you're always giving them benefit of the doubt. And I know the Islanders have a very good goaltender, but I still feel like, hey, if somebody's going to pick a team off, uh, still feel like at the end of the day, it'll end up being the New York Islanders. Uh, the other way to look at the Sens do not have any games left with the Islanders. They do have one game left with, uh, with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So in terms of sort of taking care of your own business and what gives, you know, that's obviously your best opportunity is when you play a team head to head, but they only play one of those. And now they got two against Florida and then they end the season with the game in Buffalo. I, I, I tweeted out the, the details on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have talked about, you know, this road trip. Uh, starting with the Chicago game, which obviously did not go the way that they wanted it to, that uh, three of the first four games on this road trip were against non-playoff teams. Yeah, And then after that, there's a murderer's row of uh, seven games in a row in which they play some of the uh, best teams in the league. Overall, uh, they have 19 games left. 16 are against teams that either are equal to them in points or have more points than them. They have two games against uh, uh, Carolina, Tampa, Toronto, Florida, they've got uh, a New Jersey, they've got a Boston, uh, they've got a Colorado, uh, and then they've got road games uh, at Pittsburgh and at Buffalo. Like, it is it is not an no. easy schedule for the Sens. Coming no, and there. something will be really interesting to follow, guys, when we first had the whole Sogard Mandalizi, uh, they came in and played very well, but that was not really the pressure of what we're feeling right now, JR. And I'm not putting it on Sogard in the Chicago game, it was just a bad effort, but be interesting to see how they handle that. There's a sense of urgency now, which to me is legitimate pressure, and there is a lot of pressure to deliver on that Thursday game. And if, if old Talbot, uh, which I can't imagine he's going to be back that quickly, and Mandalizi probably stays the whole road trip anyway, um, that will be be interesting to see. Because as I say, it's just a different element now for a young goaltender. And nothing wrong with going through that process, but hopefully he can handle it well. All right, uh, a couple other games of note uh, last night uh, in New Jersey. Uh, Leafs, of course, a little banged up with no Ryan O'Reilly, and John Tavares sat out the game uh, with uh, an illness uh, as well, a little bit uh, shorthanded, taking on uh, the Devils. Uh, in the third, they fell behind 3-2, tied at 3-3. Let's take it to a late power play for Toronto. Riley circles to the center ice area, pass up on the wing, finds Nylander. Nylander into the far corner, center in front, Matthews scores! 34 snaps it home, and the Leafs' power play goal has them out in front, 4-3. to And there's your game winner. Austin Matthews gets it uh, in Jersey as Toronto beats the Devils by a score of 4-3. to At the Bell Centre, Montreal was back home after a long road trip, taking on Carolina last night. 3-3 through overtime. Five rounds of a shootout, and of all the people with the puck on a stick to win the game in the shootout, 
Yasperi Kotkaniemi. Yasperi Kotkaniemi, if you couldn't tell by the crowd. In on Allen, and he scores! Write yourself a huge story, Yasperi Kotkaniemi. He silences Sandra Bell, and the Canes get two points and a 4-3 win. Didn't really sound like they were silenced very much at all, but he did the old swoop with the hand up in the air and the one finger coming off a five-point effort in his last game before that. Gets the shootout winner at the Bell Center. You can bet that he enjoyed that one. Yeah, absolutely, and still don't really know what to make of that whole charade, Jair, long-term in the contract, but hey, um, good win for them, and from Montreal perspective, uh, Carolina thoroughly outplayed them and deserved to win that game, and it was a lot of fun to watch that Leafs-Devils game. That was a good game, and Really interesting when you see the Leafs now at times with their back against the wall, or not at times, all year, have found a way to deliver. And for Mr. Matthews, I guess if an off year will get you 35 to 40 goals, that was his 29th last night, uh, not a bad year. And I guess it's also interesting with him, JR, you know, for his failures in the playoffs and especially game sevens, you know, really, I guess if he scored 60 this year, is it really going to matter in the playoffs, right? It's all about now. I guess for all the big boys there, but especially Austin Matthews, can he deliver? And mm. can Mr. Samsonov, um, you know, as the number one goaltender, uh, beat Tampa Bay? Just uh, looking at our uh, preseason pre- uh, predictions, uh, Austin Matthews <laughs> for 68 goals this year. <laughs> <laughs> missed, it, missed it by that much. <laughs> that is, but, but I don't think, I, well, I'll be honest with you. I, it, like, he's not one of these guys that you think all of a sudden he's going to, cut his goals in half right and he he has to be dealing with something like he he's not shooting the puck at least when I watch the games nearly as much and just something weird and and I know the wrist was an issue Jared but I'm going back to a little shoulder harness when I watch him play that's just a uh, uneducated guess on watching him play but like I say it's all going to be measured in the playoffs anyway you had him uh you do you remember what you predict goal oh, total for Austin I, I bet I bet, 50, I bet 50 uh more yeah 57 okay you yeah, had him for 57 yeah. I had him for yeah. 68 just a little bit do you remember who you predicted for the uh, Stanley Cup final uh, uh, by the way, oh man, oh, um, oh god! I'll Gosh, say no. this: you, you, the team they are likely to play in the yeah. first round of the playoffs. You predicted that yesterday on the show. You predicted that team was going to win the series. So, uh, you predicted the Rangers would win the Stanley Cup, beating Colorado. Whoa! In the, in the final. Yeah, not so, feeling yesterday, that one. Yesterday, you predicted I think New Jersey was going to beat the Rangers. So. Oh, oh no, I do. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling it with the Rangers at all, to be quite honest with you. And I really, well, how can you not be impressed with New Jersey? You know, what they put together now, uh, once again, get to a playoff, and it's a rival series against the Rangers, which uh, signed me up for that all day long, and I hope that ends up being the first-round matchup. All right, one other game from uh, last night uh, we'll go through was Calgary at Minnesota. The Flames had beaten Dallas uh, on a late winner by T- Tyler Toffoli on Monday night, flew to Minnesota, so back-to-back. Now, the Wild had just shut out the Flames on Saturday behind Philip Gustafson. This game went through all of regulation with no goals, 0-0. So Gustafson pitched another shutout against the Flames. And here's what looks like is going to be the game winner in overtime. Now the Wild have a 2-1-1. Hartman winds and fires at a stop. Rebound, they score. Plays being reviewed to see if it was offside prior to the scoring of the goal. Okay, hold on. After video review, it was determined the play was offside. Oh, what? There's no goal what? The play. I don't know. Whoever had the Flames voodoo doll and a box full of pins has clearly run out of pins. Oh, there you go. Wow. So that was the, uh, yeah, and that that's one of those ones, if you haven't seen the highlight yet, yeah, yeah. where uh, the wild player, I think it was Spurgeon, uh, gets the long pass and skates backwards across the offensive blue line 
And the question is, you're allowed to do, you're allowed to precede the puck, uh, but you have to be in full possession of it when you, when you do it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's close. He does kind of take the stick away a little bit. I, I don't look at it and go, I don't look at that as losing possession. I guess under, uh, under the, uh, under the letter of the law, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, how you, how you want to adjudicate it if you have to. I guess you have to do it that way, but I think I've simmer. I've seen other similar circumstances this year where they have let kind of the same sort of thing go and called it a good goal. Yeah, it really almost comes down to guys just where you're handling the puck, right? What when have you gone from forehand to backhand? Ended up being a bad call. Couple of things, and I know we've all said this: get rid of that replay if it's by a millimeter. Who cares? And also. The skating in backwards, and it was brought up when I played minor hockey. Now, it, it was never, it was always called offside, but everyone used to joke about the rule, and I, they used to reference Bobby Orr for some reason, and, and, you know, I don't know if that's because he used to do that, but get rid of that as well. I, I don't need any, hey, listen, let the puck go in first, and then the skates go in second, and then we don't need to have any confusion, anybody being looking at this at a control center, so... That would be really my hope in the future, JR. There's very few critiques that I think the game needs right now, mm-hmm. but you don't need that one, and you don't need that darn replay. You know, let's just, just get let's get rid of it. It's a momentum killer in, in fun games and even regular season games. You uh, almost could predict, therefore, with the apparent, and, and this, this reached the extent of the Wild did this crazy on-ice celebration. The Flames, half of the team was back in the dressing room <laughs> thinking that the game yeah. was over. You know when this goal got wiped out, how this would all turn out. Let's take you to uh, the shootout and the Flames, and you know who, with a chance to win. Picks it up at center, skates it up the left wing side, glides slowly to the net, to Foley, shoots, and Gustafson pinches his pads together. No! It goes in! It went in! The Flames have won! Tyler Toffoli finds the five hole of Philip Gustafson, and for a second straight night, he is the hero. There you go, former 67 Tyler Toffoli. The hazards of calling the game from a studio back home, because uh, if you've uh, again seen the highlight of that one, yeah, it did look like Gustafson uh, did did have that one, but uh, then you see the replay and you see, yeah, no, Toffoli. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, opened them up and then uh, hit the five hole uh, for the uh, game winning goal for Calgary. That's a huge win for them. They get back to back wins on the road and still going to be, it's still a long shot. They're like yeah. Ottawa. They're five yeah. back of yeah. the final playoff spot, yeah. but a couple of big wins for them. Yeah. And the part that, and again, first of all, a veteran team, but life under Mr. Sutter will be incredibly miserable uh, if you completely fall out of it. So as a player, your motivation is to keep him somewhat happy, which is very hard to do. And in the case of Gus Bus, I don't let me deliver the bad news, but. I would assume if we're talking about the Vesna Trophy, um, you probably have somebody, depending on the workload. But as far as save percentage, um, goals against, and a lot of other numbers right there, uh, that fella's in his own right now, and he's having one hell of a year for Minnesota. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody's knocking off Ulmark unless he completely falls on his face here. Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. I just, I just mean the nomination, you know. But Ulmark will win it for sure. Yeah, it'll be, uh, that will be interesting to see because uh, I'll have to look at it. What's Gustafson in terms of games? He's had a great year. I don't take anything away from him. But what, what, where is he in games played? Has, uh, he, has he played tw- uh, 25 to 30 games yet? Well, he, he, his record is, sorry, I apologize, but, uh, right. 17, 8, and 3. Uh, right, so he's, he's at 28 games. Yeah, he's got a 199 goals against and a 933 you, save percentage. Can you be, uh, I mean, statistically in terms of save percentage and, and, and you know, the win percentage is good and everything, but you play less than half the games, can you yeah. really win the Vezina Yeah, trophy? no, that's a good point. Yeah, probably not.
And you don't. And the other thing is, you you don't really have the resume, which for a lot of these things to get nominated, it's almost like you gotta you gotta do it two or three years before you get the respect. And I, you know, in a lot of cases, it's like the Norris Trophy is the same way. Although Adam Fox went went against that, where he had his breakout year and ended up, but he plays for New York. He doesn't play. But for there's Minnesota. something to be said for the volume. I mean, hey, for the top guys, so you're playing probably 50 games, so. Yeah, you certainly respect that as far as the sample size. All right, your thoughts on uh, anything that transpired uh, last night? Trevor Zegers had another crazy, uh, crazy good goal uh, in the Anaheim uh, loss to uh, Seattle last night. So anyway, we can go through all of that. Texas at 12-1200. Tweet at us at TSN 1200 as we continue along here on a Wednesday morning. You're listening to Sports Radio TSN 1200. Welcome back, 658. And next hour, we're getting into uh, the Tyler Boucher news. Very disappointing. Uh, he uh, has re-aggravated or did re-aggravate uh, the shoulder injury he suffered at the World Juniors uh, uh, in a 67s game on the week- weekend down in uh, Kingston. And uh, now, looks like, according to Dave Cameron, the head coach, his season is over. He's uh, uh, you know going to do one more uh, evaluation. It's in the hands of the Sens now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more evaluation, but uh, in all likelihood, he'll need shoulder surgery and uh, will miss, obviously, the rest of the season we we'll missed three to four months, so the next time we see Tyler Boucher, we'll be uh, at Sen's training camp. Uh, yeah. Very unfortunate news. Yeah, it really is. And to that, and kind of following, I guess, the course, he was injured, what, around January 5th, ended up playing the semifinal game, didn't play the final. Uh, the rehab that they've tried to do with White, to Pinto, to Norris, now to Boucher, which is under the protocol of Ottawa, I, I guess you try it, but... I'm not looking at the success rate of being incredibly high. And it's just really tough luck uh, for a fellow that has tried to get things on track, was having a much better year with Ottawa, uh, had a pretty good world junior, and now all of a sudden missing hockey once again. So, yeah, we'll see him in training camp. And assumption is that, as you said, probably the end of his junior career. Although I, I would not personally uh, rule out for a player like that if I was handling it to send him back as an overage. But I'd say there's a good chance, hey, he goes on to Belleville and starts his pro career. All right, more on that coming up uh, next hour. Uh, and we'll continue our discussion from late in the show yesterday on the future of Alex DeBrincat uh, with the Sens as well. Uh, I want to quickly touch on uh, NFL news, and we'll talk about Lamar Jackson uh, as well, uh, as he has uh, been franchise tagged by the Ravens, but mm-hmm. it's the non-exclusive tag, which means he gets paid less, which will piss him off even more, mm-hmm. but it does allow him to continue to negotiate with other teams uh, now, if he comes to an agreement, the Ravens do have the right to match under the way the rules of the non-exclusive tag. So we'll get into that next hour. But uh, really, the uh, the other interesting NFL news is uh, what's coming out of uh, New York because uh, the Packers have given Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. uh, the right to look into a trade. And so um, a lot of people with the New York Jets got on a jet yesterday and flew to, I don't know where Aaron Rodgers, I know he's coming out of the dark. I don't know where coming out of the dark is right now. Yeah, they uh, they met they, him in California, Northern California. Okay, all right. So they've uh, flown out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers. Here's uh, Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated about the Jets moving heaven and earth to land number 12. You put the owner on the plane, you put the team president on the plane, you put the head coach, the GM, the offensive coordinator on the plane. You're not doing that because you're hoping he'll listen. You're doing that because you're hoping to walk away with some sort of resolution. And they have to feel good about where they are, both when it comes to the trade comp and being able to do a contract. And, you know, a lot of this is going to come down to what Aaron wants to do, you know. And I think that's sort of where it's been for a while. Um, And if you're trying to sell Aaron Rodgers, I'm coming to New York, I think you probably feel like a lot of the other pieces are in place. Financials, the trade, all that other places. So, you know, I – 
I think the Jets are one to do what it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. All right. So the story out of, out of uh, well, out of Green Bay is that mm-hmm. the Packers are ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Their worst fear is that Aaron Rodgers says, yep, I'm going to come back and play, and I'm going to come back and play for Green Bay. By all accounts, you know, all the insiders are suggesting he doesn't want it. They don't want him back in Green Bay. They want to move on. Uh, But with Aaron Rodgers, who I think we can all agree beats to the uh, marches to the beat of his own drummer, uh, we'll find out. But uh, sounds like the Jets are putting uh, the hard press on uh, on trying to talk him into accepting a trade to New York. Yeah, and I also get the feeling that means he's not going to pack it in, Jer. Uh, You are taking the meetings. You have come from your four day cleanse or whatever the heck you were doing in the dark. Uh, Yeah, and to that. Uh, it'll be real interesting should he choose because, oh, man, how many teams? I, I don't know if we've ever had an offseason where there's more teams without a quarterback. Uh, what's going to happen when the Raiders or anything else? And from from a league standpoint, like I think we're, well, we're talking like Joe Namath territory here. Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets would be just an absolute mega story in the NFL. And the fact that he'd be interested to embrace that, if you think things could get negative in Green Bay, Oh, man, I, I I think that would be so cool to see him go play for the Jets, to be honest with you. And you hope fail. Well, I no, I'm not sure. You no. want him to fall no. on his face. No, Come on, no. you don't like Aaron Rodgers. No, I, I don't, but I but part of me, if he embraces going to the Jets, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel, Jer. I, I take this day-to-day when it comes to disliking people or <laughs> cheering for sports teams. I'm, I'm sincere, though. Like, if, if he really does that, I'm like, wow, that would be so cool to end up watching. Wow. And you know, Think yeah. about it. It just mirrors Brett Favre. Brett Favre played his entire career in Green Bay, pretty much. And then at the end, he goes to the Jets and falls yeah. on his face. Oh. He ended up in Minnesota. But, did he go but, to uh, Minnesota first or Jets no, first? he went to the Jets oh, first. Oh, he did, eh? And okay. ended in Minnesota. Okay. So, okay. yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's Could hilarious. be following the exact oh, okay. same path, okay. Okay. potentially. Okay. Wow. Anyway, we'll keep our eye on that. Going to be lots of NFL news between now and about a week from now uh, as uh, we get to uh, <laughs> legal tampering and free agency starting on Monday. The new league. So we're going to hear lots of cuts. Between now and Wednesday, because teams have to be under the salary cap by Wednesday at 4 o'clock next week. So, uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. But Aaron Rodgers, one of the big chess pieces that could be on the move. All right, just past 7 o'clock, top of the hour news and sports update is on the way. Hour 2, we'll talk more about the injury to Tyler Boucher, what that might mean going forward. Alex Debrinkat as well. Sends are back on the practice ice today, ahead of their next game. Coming up tomorrow night in Seattle against the Kraken. You're listening to Sports Radio TSN 1200.